Alright, welcome everybody to Dark Feather Gaming News, episode 6 of our podcast series. This is Thor, and I am with you today with our friends... Fat Gamer Jeff. Sasquatch Senpai. And uh, this week we also have... Tell me, Crick. So the first thing on our list today uh, looks like Star Wars Fallen Order. So Sasquatch, this is one of yours. Uh, I don't keep up with the Star Wars games too much, so... Well... It is, it is, was a brand new game for Respawn. Um, they're who the old Infinity Ward owners bailed off to when they joined EA. Um, mostly known for their Titanfall. Uh, Titanfall, Titanfall 2, and Apex Legends. And they're like, fuck it, let's make a Star Wars game. So they did. It's like Tomb Raider or Uncharted meets Dark Souls. And it's fantastic. But uh, they recently just said that they are going to create an entirely new franchise out of it, an entirely new series. You know, they're already working on a sequel. Hmm. So did they say how many? Is it going to be like a trilogy? They seem... It's Star Wars, and I know they like to go in orders of three, so... Um, perhaps there'd be enough time year-wise between the end of it... Mm-hmm. But well, between the start of it and when the OG trilogy happened, so it'd just be a new a new trilogy fit in there. But um, it was a very it was a very good game. It was fun, way better than I thought it would be. But uh, anyone who's played it, you can look forward to returning as Cal Kestis. Missed opportunity to say that Star Wars likes threesomes. <laughs> yeah, well, it's not well, really a missed opportunity them... if you just fucking said it. Well, that, that, that's Ian Gallagher, right? I fucking know. I don't know voice actors aside from like three. I thought they had like his actual animation, like his face as the main character, the redhead. I haven't played the game, so. Uh, Cameron, Cameron yeah. Monaghan. Yep, that's him. It's a shameless show. Little plug. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he was in. Uh, he was in Gotham. He was yeah, the Joker. he played. He was yeah, the Joker, he played the bro. Joker, Jerome or whatever. Oh, Not the Joker, me. but I the see Joker. the face now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Huh. See, I didn't recognize him because he still had his face in the game. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> yeah. So that has been confirmed to be an entirely new series. Um, specifically a Fallen Order 2, as well as other games. Nice. That's exciting. That's, I don't know, I, I, I'm not, like, the world's biggest Star Wars fan. I like Star Wars well enough, um, but the introduction of, uh, EA in any conversation makes me a little uncomfortable. I'm not gonna uh, lie. It's totally worth it, though. It, yeah. Uh, they, I don't think they did anything. There's zero monetization. It's just a straight single player. For game. now. <laughs> For Do now. Do you guys remember when the most downvoted comment on Reddit was EA talking about microtransaction to get Darth Vader? <laughs> That's insane. Oh, man. Poor EA. They try and try and fail. <laughs> yeah. Except monetarily. They make a they make say, they're, they're still standing. Yeah, they're doing something <laughs> right, so. And to be fair... The giant mess that Battlefront 2 was turned out to be fantastic, so. Mm. Alright, so, uh, the next thing, oh yeah, Pokemon Go Home, part two. So, um, I think, I think a lot of the updates, so it's, I, I guess this is 
half update on what they're doing and half review. I've been doing a lot of the Pokemon Go stuff since they've done the home updates, and a lot of it's been pretty neat um, because... I don't know. There's there's a lot of really neat additions. Um, they're doing a lot of the community days and stuff that are kind of themed towards it. So like the community day that happened today, uh, time of recording of course would have been yesterday, Wednesday. Um, but the, it's the play at home edition for the community day. So it's uh, it's featuring C dot and um, the special event format. It was six hours long, lasted from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. on local time. Um, with CDOT appearing more frequently, and of course they did their exclusive research for a dollar that they always do, but, um, I don't know, it's been really nice, because you, you can earn coins now from home, and there's a, they do the, uh, you don't have to spend stops to get the, uh, research stuff, you can just get one every day that'll help you get through that, so, um, I've actually probably been playing Pokemon Go, Go more often now than I was, which is kind of sad, I guess, but. Sad that you're playing it more now that you're not going anywhere, or sad that you're just playing it more in general? Both, either, I don't know. <laughs> Fun game. It playing is it an, for a little. I, I think my favorite part is that um, I, I like that you can pretty much do an infinite amount of the Battle League. Uh, the Battle League was really cool. I like the way they did it, but having to fucking walk for three miles every time you want to enter into the Battle League was... I get it, it's Pokemon Go, but um, that kind of PvP thing seems like something... that That's more of a thing you would sit down and do, not something you would do while walking around. The catching the Pokemon, you it encourages you to keep walking around as you're doing it, whereas when you're in the Battle League, that's... You know, you have to concentrate on it. That's when you would sit down and stop walking. So it seems like, I don't know, it's not as geared towards going around. So it seems weird. Uh, it seems not it, not fluid to have it to have a walking cap to unlock the Battle League. Anyways, but um, yeah, so I've really enjoyed being able to, to do the PvP stuff with it. I mean, I just remember finding gems to, like the first month or two it was out mm -hmm. and sitting around. Oh, you're one of those guys. <laughs> you only sitting played around. the first two months. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I, I only played like the first two weeks. But I mean, I would just, I would just see people battling around the gyms, and I would just go physically threaten them, and they'd leave, and I'd. Just the gym. So <laughs> That's not fair. You're like six foot four. I'm kidding. I didn't physically threaten. <laughs> I just beat them down with my dragonite. I found them oh, in the toilet. I'm Oh man, it was the biggest I, Dragonite that Spark had ever seen. That wow. reminds me when uh, when it first came out. Um, I was playing at my job. I was a supervisor at the cafeteria, and I kept running into people because uh, we were all just playing, walking around the hospital. I work at a huge hospital, uh, so people would just be bumping into each other, literally with their face buried in their phones because they were trying to catch Pokemon down the hallway. Oh my god. I remember these YouTubers, they were uh, making a Pokedex of people playing Pokemon Go. But I just had <laughs> pictures of people staring at their phones in parks. It was, <laughs> got pretty full that first few weeks. Yeah, uh, where we used to live, um, the, the park in downtown was full of people. And you could tell they were playing Pokemon Go because they would have the, the hats and the Pikachu mask. And it, it was crazy, but the park was like uh, packed. It was so weird. My wife was like, what are all these people doing here and walking around looking at their phones? I'm like, yeah, they're playing Pokemon Go. <laughs> She's what like, you're adults? <laughs> I'm like, yeah. And of course, you know, I give her that weird look like, 
I'm an adult. I play I mean, video it, games. It preyed on nostalgia. That's <laughs> what it did. All yeah. say what? every it, Pokemon game does. Definitely. They did, they did what? I'm sorry. They prey on what? Nostalgia. Nostalgia. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. Shoot, man. It's I don't know. It's it's been pretty enjoyable. I've been playing it. I again. I I was like you. I played for a couple months when it first came out, and then I quit because of a lot of different reasons. But the updates that they made about a year ago or so has made it a lot a lot better. Well, that's dope. I uh also only played for like the first few months, and then oh, you're one of those people. Well, no, I came back to it, bro. I'm a loyalist. <laughs> So I started playing again about a year ago, and, and, and the game had made a lot of changes at that point. And there was a lot more goals you could do. There are things you could unlock. Um, I would recommend people to give it a try again if they are one of those people that, you know, the summer it came out, gave it a try, and then got bored. Download it again. Give it a try. See what happens. You might love it. Yeah, I'm going to try it again, but it, it wasn't because I got bored. It was because I caught myself playing on i4 doing 65 miles an hour so you straight up can't oh. even do that now they they put no, yeah, they put can't. software into it to where it won't let you do shit if you're going more than 10 miles an hour no, that's so fantastic you can't I mean, it won't even let you <laughs> but um but yeah no it is it is worth trying if uh, uh like tommy said if you if you tried it before and quit it is worth checking out the new updates um because it I'll yeah it, 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 it is pretty neat um and uh, they they did a lot of fixes. That's not one of them. So <laughs> only so much time to spend on your phone while pooping, <laughs> right? <laughs> and that that's better spent on uh, Call of Duty Mobile. Nah. <laughs> Elder Scrolls Blades and or an anime Gachapon game. <laughs> and there are so many mobile games now. No, yeah. I was just that was just trolling. I mean, I play once in a while, but. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, it's good though. So, um, let's see. The next thing is Xbox Series X updates. Uh, I posted that on there. I don't know if anyone else went through it. Um, uh, I have it open, know. and there are I'm, definitely a few points that I like. Okay, because yeah, I'm not, I'm not. You know me. I'm not a big Xbox fan. I just figured it's something that's uh, obligatory for us to talk about. I suppose. I know you guys dabble in it a bit, so. Well, I mean, uh, I, I think not. the big thing here is that one of the big things is that Yakuza, is, the Yakuza series, the latest entry, <laughs> like a dragon, um, it'll be its debut on the Microsoft systems. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, fantastic, over-the-top RPGs. If any, if you can get them everywhere, I highly recommend all of them. They're fantastic and ridiculous. <laughs> even the uh, even the spin-off one, um, Fist of the North Star. Uh, Lost Oasis, I think it was, on the PS4. Fantastic games. They're all great. It's just a, a great, fun, campy play style. Beat them up with a whole bunch of side games like you're a bartender or you're doing karaoke or dancing and other mm -hmm. dumb stuff like racing slot cars. But Like a Dragon is a departure from their OG protagonist. Brings in a new guy, so um, changes up the play style quite a bit. And the fact that it's going to Microsoft consoles is kind of big because I'm all for those sort of games getting a larger audience. Mm -hmm. I just really appreciate that a lot of their exclusives are going to be are available on PC now because there's <laughs> oh, there's only <laughs> a only a handful of games that that I want an Xbox for. Like I have an Xbox 360 that I call my Gears of War machine because that's the only <laughs> purpose it serves. So it's. 
I mean, I think you can, with that, you can move one of our other bits of news up to next Fantasy Star Online 2, because it is... Yeah, sure. Uh, my, it is uh, it is cross-play between Microsoft, uh, their Xbox One. Mm-hmm. I think it's being ported to the Xbox Series X. And it's also on through the Microsoft Store on PC next week. Oh, nice. Or I guess this week, whatever, when this airs. The 27th. May 27th. So mm-hmm. it is... Um, they actually... It is it is only on PS4 and PC in Japan. Oh. Microsoft actually paid for its port and localization to the US. So it's going to the Xbox. It is already out in the Xbox. The beta is. Its full launch is next week. But it's only out in the Xbox console-wise so far in the US because Microsoft paid for a PS4 exclusive in Japan to be localized. Oh, okay. Um, it is a timed exclusive, so within one year it will be on PS4, but... Um, it is crossplay with uh, um, Xbox players if nice. you get it on PC. So nice. I'll probably wait for PS4, but that's 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 pretty neat. Um, it's not or like well, PS. MMO, I don't know but... if it's do, does it, did it say how long the timed exclusive would be? Because if it's too long, then I probably it'll probably be PS5, not PS4, right? Um, I believe one year. So it'll probably be PS5 or or PS5 PS4 uh, cross gen game. Um, Probably, but I plan on getting a PS5 on launch, which I've never done before. I've never gotten a console on launch, but um, so maybe I'll get that with that. I don't have it pre-ordered yet. I'm still deciding where. I'm I'm waiting for specifics to come out to decide where I want to pre-order it from. But right. Yeah, but it's uh, I mean, you're not gonna Rick. You're not gonna like Fantasy Star Online unless you're into weird campy anime bullshit. I am. Okay, well there you go. You'll my, enjoy Fantasy Star my, Online too. Well, like I said, I like They're, I like Fantasy Star, so it's it's been a while, but yeah, no, it's it's been fifteen years. Yeah, it's... <laughs> um, but um. No, I, I like. But yeah, they're they're kicking off next week with its PC launch with a in-game Hatsune Miku concert. So go enjoy that. <laughs> no, <laughs> if you a, enjoy your Vocaloid J-pop. A lot of my uh, genre interests dive into Japanese subgenres like JRPGs, and um, I really like like a lot of the like dot hack style and that kind of stuff. But there's really not a whole lot of games that I don't like either, so. I do have genres I'm picky about, but I mean, it's if you like, uh, it just really it's stylized as just you know mm. very Japanese anime ish. The only, but if you, sorry, go ahead. Yes, uh, the only difference in game from a normal typical MMO mm. would be that it's like small instant mission based rather than large open world like you'd see typically. So that's yeah. the only real difference. The only Japanese subgenre ga- type of games that I just can't get into is the uh, they're like the visual comics, you know what I mean? Where it's there's no actual gameplay happening. You're basically doing stuff and clicking through and like cutouts, comic style, come out and talk, but there's no actual I, like stuff going on. I mean, um, yeah, I'm not really into those, but there's definitely a couple that I play just because they were unique. Um, mm-hmm. Two being Hatofo Boyfriend, which is a pigeon dating simu- simulator, <laughs> where for some reason you're a student at a pigeon high school. Uh, and then the other one being Doki Doki Literature Club, just because um, for some reason I couldn't get over the tag saying anime, visual novel, cute, psychological horror. <laughs> visual novel, yeah, that's 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 the only ones that I'm just like... Uh... 
it yeah, was... it takes a lot for me to t- check them out, but they have to be unique, and a couple have been, so. The only one, I played one, the only one I even played any time into was the first one, because I'd never played anything in that genre, so I put a little time just to try it out. There was a free one for PS Plus users, uh, and it, it was like, uh, Psycho, what was it, like Psycho School or Psycho Time or something like that, Psycho something, but, um. Dogen Rampa? Uh, I don't know. Those are some, like, horror-ish ones. Um, Horror-ish or whore-ish? <laughs> I didn't get that. Yes. Yes. <laughs> but, but anyways, yeah, it's, it's just not my cup of tea. But, yeah. <laughs> so, oh, did you guys see the thing? I, I It was a sponsored ad that came up, but I saw it and I actually did some uh, looking into it. And it looks really neat. It's uh, I think it was called StartEngine.com. Um, and it's basically... It's like an idea for crowdfunding game development. Basically, you invest in games that you like. So if someone has... It would basically be like, okay, if uh, I really want Legend of Dragoon to get remade, and I know a lot of other fans do... Or actually, a better idea, a better example oh, is, is the Xenosaga um, remaster. The director wants to redo it. A lot of fans want to redo it, but Bandai Namco just won't won't give them the go because they don't think it'll meet profit margins. But in a platform like this, he could say, okay, we can redo it if we, or we can remaster it if we hit this funding level, and then fans can go in and crowdfund that major title being developed. So it's it's a really neat idea, neat concept, I thought. That is really cool. I forgot about Legends of Dragoon until you mentioned that just now. Like, that's one of the <laughs> deepest depths of my memory. That's... That was an awesome game series. That's what I'm going to talk about. Uh, if you saw the last post I put on the group, one of the uh, new monthly content uh, webcasts I want to do is talking about like theory crafting and or wish list games. And that's the first one that I want to talk about in the first episode is is Legend of Dragoon. That's a, that's a classic that people forget about. Hell yeah. That's cool. I mean, well, the that's pretty neat. Awesome that's pretty neat concept. On that on that subject though of uh, using it for like older game directors saying yeah here we have the support. Well, that was just that was just um, an I, example, but yeah. Well, right. Uh, um, I had another example yeah. on that. Um, fuck who, who whoever it was, uh, the old makers of the old Gothic RPGs. Um, they did like a theoretical first area demo remake of Gothic Four. And they released it on Steam for people to download. And they went off how many people downloaded it and finished it to kind of see what their interest would be for restarting the series and creating a full remaster. And doing something like that, they actually got the go-ahead from their publisher to remake the game and continue the series. Nice. Very nice. So there are multiple ways companies can go about to gauge interest. Mm-hmm. But it's a, a lot harder for not that bad Dynamco's small but definitely for the more niche titles that are you know mm-hmm. 20 years old well, like the fable series too there's been rumors about a fable 4 but yeah we Has talked about that last week yeah we talked about that last week yeah well fuck yeah that's the best <laughs> news i've gotten all week nice <laughs> no, it's yeah, it's that's gonna be good. I need to go back and and I I didn't even finish. I don't think the first one. I didn't play the second or the third. So I need to go back and restart that. Oh, I feel like it's not gonna be as good as I remember if you just go and play them now. 
The first one is great, though. 100%. I've, I've played it recently again. Well, and there's yeah. a ha- it's not that it was bad. There's a handful of games. Like Kingdom Hearts, the same thing happened. I actually just finished doing a playthrough of the first Kingdom Hearts that I'm making a Let's Play out of. And it's mm-hmm. a lot of games around that same era... Um, it was there's just a time in my life where I didn't even have a system for a while and things got crazy and I, video games wasn't even a thing in my life for a couple of years because of random personal bullshit. So it's um, there's a lot of those old series that I've been trying to pick back up lately and and try out again, especially ones that I really enjoyed starting to play through them and then just didn't get a chance to anymore. And now I'm, uh, I've been going to GameStop and hoarding through their cheap used <laughs> games and shit and getting all these old classic games. So. The same thing happened with Kingdom Hearts with me. I got my daughter the one and two for PS4. and mm-hmm. I was like, this is going to be great. I'm going to play this. And I just was like floored at how different it was. <laughs> I guess that's what happens when you get older and you, you get used to different games, I suppose. Yeah. It was a lot easier than I remembered was my the biggest thing. I was like, damn, this. I remembered this being super hard and it was not. Right. Yeah. Let's see. So, speaking of older games, uh, Resident Evil, well, not old, old series, uh, Resident Evil 8. Yeah, it was announced yeah. to be the most dark and gruesome yet. Yeah. yeah. Not yeah. with weird uh, <laughs> Jotaro Kujo, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure-esque overly buff Chris <laughs> Redfield, but a normal-sized person Chris Redfield, which is fantastic. I can even hold this rock. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you if you remember at the end of seven, um, you're playing as the random protagonist in seven who uh, doesn't have a very good time. Um, Chris Redfield's actually the cop who shows up and saves you. So you know what Chris Redfield looks like now? A normal fucking person. (laughs) So that's good. (laughs) But um, yeah, seven was very good. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Um, but they said that they've upped it up, that the enemies are the most disturbing they've ever made, which better graphics can make them more disturbing. And, I mean, we're not curb-stopping black people in Africa this time, so. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that reminds me of uh, when I first played it. Uh, I think we were playing, like, a PS3 or 4, uh, and it was my brother-in-law uh, and, and one of my cousins. And we were playing the multiplayer, and one of the skinny black ladies grabbed me, and I just blurted out, dude, tell your mom to leave me the fuck alone. And there was just dead silence in the room. <laughs> and everybody looked at me like, no, you didn't. And then everybody just burst out laughing. They were like, holy <laughs> shit. But it's true, because his mom fits the profile. See, I'm white Spanish. I can't get, I can't get away with this stuff. <laughs> but I'm whiter than a glass <laughs> of milk, dude. So I have black hair. Who cares? <laughs> But we were in Puerto Rico, so you know, there's really no difference over <laughs> okay, there. Okay, it's allowed. <laughs> yeah, there's there's just different shades, that's all. <clears throat> but yeah, so if you like your horror and if you, it's also confirmed to be first person as well. So nice. back to first person, running around. So this is gonna have a focus on occult elements and hallucinations. That's exciting. Nice. That leans more towards psychological, which I'm all cool for. Uh, yeah. My favorite thing about the article is, uh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. The Uh, lovely photo of your mother? (laughs) Yeah, where it says uh, uh, that the uh, narrative beats are actually horrible and fucked up. Yes. 
it quotes that horrible and fucked up. Mm -hmm. Yep. <laughs> yes, yes, now, yes. There, there is a warning saying it's rumor, but it's directly from the director of the game, so. <laughs> <laughs> the director is spreading this I'll rumor. Mm -hmm. I'll believe it. Technically, it's a rumor, but if the director is telling you something directly, yeah. it's all but confirmed at this point. Mm -hmm. Alright, so <clears throat> we've talked a little bit about. Uh, PS4, PS5 stuff, but let's just go ahead and put the foot to the pedal on PlayStation, because we have a lot of PlayStation topics this uh, this week, so let's start with the uh, Chinese takedown on the PlayStation of the PlayStation Store. More Chinese nonsense this week, it sounds like. There's Chinese nonsense every, every week, and I love it. I know, it's it's <laughs> kind of like our at this point, it's like our Call of Duty updates. It's just a new thing every week. Or every other week, whatever. Every 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 episode. So this was last week, so actually two weeks ago, so that would have been the 6th, the 6th or 7th, uh, maybe the 8th towards the end of the week, but um, they brought down the PlayStation Store because users had found a way to get into the PlayStation Store and access games outside of the region lock that uh, the CCP <laughs> had put upon their store, so they just took down the entire network. Nice. Be like, nope, no one can have fun. Um, wow. Yikes. So about and a right, lot though. of this was uh, this was also happening because there were people unlocking PlayStation Fives as an extra service when uh, not PlayStation Fives, PlayStation Fours as an extra service, so users could access games outside the region as well. So. Oh no! Anywhere from terrifying. five dollars, an, an extra five to fifty dollar tack on, they'd be like, "Here you go, have some freedom." Then again, this is also violating Chinese laws, so they're probably not doing too well in their gulag or their re-education <laughs> camp, whatever. Yeah. And this is this is mostly big news following that they recently uh, reported the banning of Animal Crossing: New Horizons just because it allowed, you know. A, a, a minute amount of free speech. Okay, but uh, well, uh, I don't know. Think about though the them what they're doing with the Animal Crossing thing, and then the ADL and Steam from last week too. There's odd similarities there. I don't know. <clears throat> oh yeah, and even in this article, it also uh, talks about on Mountain Blade, Mountain Blade Two Bannerlord, um, a game I talked about a few weeks ago uh, back in March. Um, moder the China on the Chinese Steam, uh, the Chinese community page for the game. They have, they have to have official. There's official Chinese of officials running the the communities. Um, they were asking people to report any anything that would violate Chinese law. So any like pro Taiwan messaging or any anti government messaging that they were finding. So it's it's started to take a step up. Or it's just becoming more apparent to a majority of people. Mm -hmm. One of the two, but I would probably honestly put my my thoughts that it's the it's the latter part. There is that it's just becoming more apparent to everyone outside of the situation that is going on. Yeah. So that's a nice segue. Uh, to um, China <laughs> into into PlayStation talk in general. Um, <laughs> Let's talk about PlayStation Studios, though. That's pretty neat. I was excited to see that. The Sony unveils PlayStation Studios brand to launch alongside PS5. Knock off Marvel intros. Here we go. 
that's the first thing I thought about. I, I'm like, God. I also it. I also noticed that I was like, hmm. Um, Sasquatch think... would be great at cinema sins. <laughs> I love cinema sins. Do you? Oh, that's so good to hear. I even love the one that they bashed my favorite movie, Scott Pilgrim. They even bashed it. I'm like, yep, it all makes sense. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no. Um, that intro is going to play on all of their games, even if they're not only on the PlayStation. Hmm. So it makes sense. Microsoft yeah. Studio games play if you're playing the Master Chief Collection on Steam on your PC. Yeah. It makes sense that this would play if you're launching Horizon Zero Dawn on... Actually, no, it was confirmed it wasn't going to be on Horizon Zero Dawn. The game's already good to go on PC, but henceforth, all games on PC or any platform um, by an official Sony Studio will be displaying their Sony Studios intro. Mm-hmm. Um, the games, the, the companies aren't losing their own personal identity. They're just part of a larger group. That's yeah. pretty much all it is. Right. Uh, my hope, and this this kind of goes back, Tommy, to what we were talking about with Legend of Dragoon, is I'm hoping this will this will kind of help fund their you know Sony because Legend of Dragoon, um, it's it was Sony was its publisher. It wasn't Square Enix. It was just it was a JRPG that was similar to something Square Enix would put out, but it was actually Sony who produced this game. And so um, I've played a lot of really good Sony produced games. And I'm hoping that this will open the door for. More things like that, and, you know, of course, potentially the Legend of Dragoon remake or remaster. Right. <laughs> That'd be fabulous. Hey, Rick, hmm. stop playing RuneScape in the background. I'm just That's fucking cut. I'm just cutting tre- I'm just cutting elder trees. It's click and walk away. Fuck you. Most of the time, I'm not even. Hey, most of the time, I'm not even at my fucking desk. I've been pacing around my room the whole time. I have a confession. I have a confession. You're folks. playing Call, I'm playing of, Duty? Call of Duty Mobile right no, now. No, no, no. no. <laughs> La- I believe it was the was it the last one, the last podcast we did. At some point, I started telling you guys that uh, Game Ranks was playing <laughs> off of Rick's mic. Uh, it turns out that YouTube auto played them, and then I figured it out and stopped it. And I was like trying to play it cool that you guys wouldn't notice. <laughs> But, I honestly uh, didn't hear anything. Yeah, well, that's why because it was it, well, <laughs> it wasn't Thor. It was it from was the viewer. Thought you heard oh, because yeah, because because when he was when, uh, <laughs> when when they were talking <laughs> and they were talking in the video, uh, it sounded it looked like on Discord like Thor was talking. <laughs> oh. So I thought I'm like, dude, you have game ranks playing in the background. I can hear it clearly. Off, <laughs> man. It was it was my browser. <laughs> How nice. dare he talk on his podcast? Right? <laughs> oh my goodness. That's pretty good. Let's see. So, um, oh, so speaking of PlayStation and such, uh, the limited oh. edition Last of Us Part 2 PS4 Pro, I'm both, <clears throat> I don't know, I think that's really cool, but I'm also really salty because I was planning on getting a PS4 Pro, but I was kind of hoping there would, I don't know, I was on the fence on whether or not I wanted to get a Pro or wait for PS5, and I was waiting Ooh, for cool. a Final Fantasy VII Remake version of the PS4 Pro, because Square Enix always puts out Final Fantasy versions of uh, PlayStation consoles, and they just didn't, and I was so fucking pissed, but... This That's is cool, too. Dude, that looks like a fucking wheat leaf or some shit. It's Ellie's tattoo, Yeah, Ellie's tattoo. Oh. I, honestly, it looked like one of the Ghost of Tsushima tat-like things. I honestly expected it to be for the Japanese samurai ninja game. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I saw it. I think it's cool. neat. 
but I, I'd wait for the PS5. Honestly. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, uh, well, know, no, that's actually engraved? that's what I'm like. Uh, if it was, yeah, it's engraved. Ooh, that's nice. That's what I mean. Is that like if, <clears throat> if Final Fantasy VII Remake had a limited edition of the PS4 Pro, that would have pushed me into buying it. But I don't think right. this. I, I, uh, yeah, I don't think I'm a big enough fan to grab this and get the I think I'm just going to wait for the PS5 because my main thing is I wanted a PS4 in my uh, living room and in my office Um, but (laughs) since the PS5 well no it's so Dirt Wizard and I can both play together mostly um, right, but it's oh, um, so we can actually do like a round war. Yeah, it, it, yeah, we don't have to split screen and shit anymore. But um, but since the PS5 is backwards compatible, then it doesn't fucking matter. I can put my PS4 in my office, and when I have my PS5 in the living room, then it can still play PS4 games. So I'm like, actually, I don't really. Bundle, that's not a bad price, three ninety nine. That's just the base console price. Oh, that's for the limited edition. Nice. Um, the bundle is priced at three ninety nine. That's a pretty good deal for. Well, the extra, again, the controller is extra though at sixty four ninety nine. Well, but again, though, it's probably because PS five is getting ramped up, and so the, we're going to see price drops on current gen systems. Right. I'm so. I'm an avid fan of The Last of Us, and I'm I wouldn't do it. I'd wait for PS five. <laughs> yeah. I don't have a I don't have a PS four and The Last Ooh. of Us two. And Ghost of and, and Ghost of Tsushima are games that I do want to play. Mm. So I'm just a cheap piece of shit. <laughs> so uh, speaking of, but the PS5 though, I'm I'm pretty stoked, and we're supposed to. So I've been keeping up with a lot of news, and um, from what I'm seeing, what I saw a couple days ago or yesterday rather, I guess. So the PS5 details are, should be coming this month. Uh, it was more or less yes, confirmed next week. Yeah, that that, and um, they're going to talk about a few things. One thing on the roster I really have been curious about is the new cooling system. They still haven't. They just said that they're going. Let's see. We have a new and innovative cooling system. No PlayStation's running hot. No more PlayStation's running hot. But like we don't have, we haven't been told anything. Even if it, yeah, I, I I'm really curious as to what. Because that's, you know, always been one of the big drawbacks to every PlayStation since PS2 is it overheating. So they they attest that they have such this such an awesome solution but just haven't revealed anything. But that's supposed to be one of these things on their next reveal. They're supposedly going to, re- to include that, their cooling system, more specs, and show what it's supposed to look like, which is the a big thing on people's minds. Yeah, it's going to be weird and white and modern and round. I don't know if I like that. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, going sh- by off what the controller looked like. You as really get a good as long as the shape is good, I'm fine with it. Because you know there's going to be you know a dime a dozen skins on Amazon and eBay that you can buy for nine bucks to plaster over the thing. So it's. Though, I'm not- to be fair, it's going to be hard to be as bad as the Series X. So. <laughs> the Series <laughs> Q or. Power. Okay, it wants to be a PC, but I'm so bad. <laughs> so, and speaking of that, what do you guys think about um, these claims that the PS5 SSD is supposed to exceed current high-end PCs? It's, I mean, it's it'd be one thing, right, if this was just some random Reddit asshole or something, you know what I mean? But this is Tim Sweeney that said this. Um, I mean, really, all you can do is on an SSD at this point is. It's increased the size, which we know the size of the PS5. It's a weird amount, like 894, right? Uh, yeah. Like yeah, it's eight. So it's um, it's a weird number, yeah. Cache size doesn't matter. It's solid state. It's almost instantaneous. Mm-hmm. Um, what else could there be? 
It has to be. Yeah. It would have to be transfer speeds. That's all. I, I guess. I don't know. I I don't know. I like I said. I'm a software guy. My degree's in software. I don't. I know a, quite a bit about hardware, but I my A plus certs run out even. I don't. I don't keep up to date with hardware specs as much as you do. So, I am excited. I'm a, I'm assuming I that am next a week. Hardware spec junkie. I assume that next week when they give more information about the specs, they're going to talk about this, but I don't know. But you are better on the hardware side than I am, so that's a question I was planning on asking you. How is this even possible? Yeah, I don't know, I don't know what it is. Like, I'm trying to think of all possibilities, and the only thing I can think of is there's some proprietary way it plugs into the console itself. Um, because previously the hard drives on the Xbox One and the PS4 just plug and play. You just go buy a, a 3.5 or a 2.5 and an adapter, plug it in, you're good to go. Um, you have to reformat it to whatever Sony uses or whatever Microsoft, I think, just uses the, uh, the FAT system like the PCs use. Because well, they are running some bastardized version of Windows 10. I just try to think it's like some proprietary way that they plug into the console themselves that would make that transfer faster. It it would have to be because I, I mean don't know well, what it is. Speaking on what I can speaking on what I can speak on, which is software, I can tell you that it has to be because most people now are gonna put their their games on an external they even talked about how there's going to be a they're working with whoever to make a special external just for the ps5 that you can use it's official ps5 or official sony and this that and whatever but um but still the operating system right the core software of the console has to be on its internal ssd so it has to be that that's it what it's rev is it over 100 gigs though is that why there's only 894 available What's going on? I, I don't know, but it has to be something that's only... I'm assuming that based on the fact that that's the only thing guaranteed to always be running on the internal hard drive because they can't make statements about what someone might do about their external. They have to worry about the internal. And the only thing guaranteed to be on the internal is the operating system of the console. So that has to be referencing something that the operating system itself is affecting. So for all... I, I just... I don't know, but all I know is it has to be... It has to be something. Um, yeah, I don't. I, fuck, I don't know. How big? How big is the operating system uh, partition on a PS4? Like ten gigs, right? It's something's really small. I so, yeah, I something like that. I don't know. I, I wonder. I wonder if it's something to do with all that extra space where they can pre-cache stuff for instantaneous <gasps> oh. transfers. You need it. Maybe because that's. I think a lot so of what they're than small cache space. You just have this huge 100 gigs dedicated to pre-caching and pre-loading a whole bunch of stuff for your games. Yeah, because I know... That would make sense with all the stuff they were talking about in the Unreal Engine 5 demo is... Yeah. You need a really fast hard drive for that sort of stuff to work. And I know one thing... Um, well, I'll, I'll... Okay, I have two points. The first one is that on that... Um, it, I, I can see what you mean because, yeah, if the, if the operating system software they've actually made is just taking up a huge amount, then it might run more effectively because one of their big playing points has been no more load time, right? So you just press on a game and boom, you're playing it. And, like, I have well, a – I don't – Well, I don't know. I have games on an SSD and I, it still isn't, like, just immediately – it still has to load for an average of four to six seconds, but it's – you know what I mean? Um but if it's doing something utilizing that entire size, because your computer is utilizing it for a million other things, but this is only doing what the PlayStation and the games are doing, so maybe it's detecting what games are installed on your PlayStation and have them 
I don't know, I guess pre-booted as soon as you turn on your PlayStation, whereas you couldn't really, or wouldn't really do that on your computer, have everything pre-booted. Yeah. So maybe it just pre-boots everything, and that's why the operating system takes up so much space. That's you know, because that's a big SSD to have just your games dedicated for, and just an operating system that only. It would be like if you had an SSD that only had Steam on it, and I mean, well, so yeah, like I have an SSD that only has Steam on it, but it's and Steam games on it. But if I were to program some way to make it to where as soon as I start my computer, it takes every single one of my games and preloads it to the startup screen. Um, then that I, I imagine is what they're talking about, but that I mean, this is conjecture. This is me just making wild guesses at it. So, well, that's what I was thinking because your hard drive could be fast as hell, but the second you get an external and plugged in via USB, it doesn't matter how fast your hard drive is at all. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's actually a really that, good theory you have. Yeah, I, w- I wouldn't. I, w- I was thinking the same thing. You can't. There's no way. There's no way because if you just have a regular, even if you go at whatever seventy two hundred RPM, there's no way it, it matches the speed. Plus, if you RPM remember, doesn't matter on an SSD though, it doesn't. Need no, 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 right. I'm talking about an external, an external drive. like normal hard disk drive. Uh, they make external SSDs. No, yes, they do, and in and obviously there's a SATA to USB cables and all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, but normally, you know. People Nobody, are gonna go to Walmart. Well, yeah, they're just gonna go to Walmart or BJ, exactly. Yeah. And plug it in mm-hmm. via USB. And yeah. The other thing is a few. Uh, what was it? A few months, one or two months ago, when they did that reveal, uh, where they were just talking about the hard drive or the SSD. That's basically all they were highlighting is the transfer speed. That's the only mm-hmm. thing I took away from it. Like, okay, it's gonna be way faster. Well, understandable. My second point too goes into the same. With how the size of it and the cache size it could have, because one of the big plays on one of the big things they were talking about with Unreal Engine 5 was the draw distance, right? And draw distance takes a huge cache size. The bigger your draw distance, yes. the bigger your cache size exponentially. That's why it's been so hard for um, people to make open world games on modern graphics. It's simply because of the cache size for draw distance. Yeah, um, I don't know. They said something. I really don't know what it is. It's something with the SSD, according to them. Um, I'm not too sure what it can be. Yeah, to be well, quite honest, because most most of the stuff outside the size of an SSD doesn't matter anymore. I and so. yeah, I don't know. I think we'll just have to see. Next week they're supposed to give us more info, and especially since this rumor's flying around, I think they might address it. But like I said, this isn't some random leak on Reddit. This is fucking the CEO of Epic Games. Me, yeah. So you know what I mean? I would I would love to be able to get that demo on PC and see like what resources it's taking up and try to figure mm-hmm. it out and reverse engineer because I want to know why that SSD is so important to that demo running and i'm sure lumina and um the other system they had in it and i'm sure within months of them releasing the information pcs will catch up people will reverse engineer it and catch up but i think their playing point is that like hey here's something we actually did for like that um the family guy episode where they he was manipulating the fucking um uh nielsen family box and then homer simpson runs and he's like ha we did it first I think that's what they're kind of after, is just like, aha, we finally beat PC to something! Absolutely. (laughs) Which is, I mean, that's a big playing point for them, let's be honest. Perhaps, but definitely, 
Um, you can just even say the SSD. Really, they don't want to. They don't want to compete with the PC market. The PC market yeah. is its own thing. He should have said it's far ahead of the Xbox Series X or something. That's what he should have said. That would have been a much better marketing ploy for what they were going for. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's talk about Unreal Engine 5, though, while we're on it a little bit. That's the next thing on the list anyways. And I'm so yeah. fucking excited, dude. Oh, man, I'm just really fucking excited. That was a great-looking little tech demo that they had. Yeah, it was. That's I'm super stoked, man. Um, it's a return to vector particles. Mm-hmm. Um, allowing quadrillions of surfaces on, on a console. Um that's something ridiculous yeah. as well as a real-time uh ray tracing engine lumina mm-hmm. they call it lumina that bounces off of those services which gives you a much finer detail um they displayed a very impressive draw distance there now i don't know if that's because as uh the heroine i don't know what her name was she has an actual name in it mm-hmm. but as she was doing the little speeding flying thing at the end i don't know if it was able to draw that because it was such more of a narrow focused viewpoint mm-hmm. or if it even matters at that point i don't know if it's using the normal tricks of every other game where it only renders what is in your character's viewpoint mm-hmm. i don't know exactly how it's working um i watched a great digital foundry video on it and they explained it in much better detail um there are some drawbacks using these kind of systems of course yeah but as there are with everything else regular ray tracing you have to code that in each individual source of light oh yeah that's well that's how lumina works it's automated it does no. it on its own that's what it's going to say is as someone who has made games in Unreal Engine 4 and who has utilized Unreal Engine 4, one of the biggest like blah, is dealing with lighting. So when I saw this, I was like, oh, my God, lighting's going to be so much easier. Yeah, the lighting was more impressive than actually making vector particles look fantastic. Well, and I, the vector particles is awesome, though, too, because um, that leads us into the uh, uh, it'll be a lot easier for developers to make. M- more environments destructible. You're not even going to have to bump map onto te- textures yep. onto character models anymore either. Yep. You can just make them. Yep, it's I'm I'm su- as as both a fan and a developer as a fan and a designer, I'm insane insanely excited for Unreal Engine 5. I've always been an advocate for Unreal, Unreal Engine 5. I'm excited. I'm excited. <laughs> um there's Sad no talking when UE5 mm-hmm. will be available for anybody. But um, I'm sure shortly. It's in the works. Oh, and on top of that, um, they also announced using it, I think, up to the first million dollars earned by indie developers. You nice. owe no royalties on it to Epic oh, Games either. That's wow. cool. That's pretty nice. I love it. Yeah, um, yeah so up to a million dollars. They also have, you know, their the, the free stuff you can use, uh, models, mm-hmm. textures, whatnot. But up to a million dollars is royalty free. Yep. Um, specifically for indie companies, uh, sure, double or triple A mm-hmm. uh, developers will have a different set of rules, probably between triple A and double A mm-hmm. as well. But yeah, so if you want to try making something, you can potentially make a million dollars royalty free. <laughs> and, and start now because what other, another feature they played on is that it'll have easy integration between Unreal Engine 4 and Unreal Engine 5, and they encourage people to like start your projects now. Start it on Unreal Engine 4 if you have an indie project. It'll be supposedly easy to transition it into Unreal Engine 5. I know I've heard – I've read articles and seen some videos about people saying like, oh, well, they said that before and it wasn't easy. And this. You have to realize that when they say easy, this is a relative term. 
um, speaking as a software developer, dealing with legacy code and legacy systems is a grueling chore. Um, so even if it, you know, if it takes a year to translate it from one system to another, that's a lot better than four, right? So it's, um, I, I, I don't know. I, we'll wait to see, but I have faith in them in them saying that it'll be easier to translate, and I do encourage anyone to like get started on it now. Well, even. <clears throat> Even then, you're going to have to retexture everything because it's an entirely different system. Mm. It can be more intensive. It can be more detailed. Same as making the models because you no longer have that limit on uh, polygons available per model that you have to bump map over. Mm. So, I don't know. Maybe your systems can transfer over, easily, over easier if they use the same sort of blueprint model they had previously in UE4. Mm. Um, that would probably be about it. Lumina well, probably and, and grows it's... in really easily, too, because it's supposed to be. It's supposed to go off what's there. Mm-hmm. But... And and it's still going off. It's still C plus plus at its core. That they, they haven't yeah. changed. I was wondering. I I don't know. I was kind of wondering if they were going to shift from C plus plus to C sharp. But that I, that's getting too technical, probably. But I wish they would have shifted to C sharp. C sharp is superior. I'm not going to rant about that here, though. <laughs> uh, I think C plus plus is just more known. Um, well, it's been around a lot longer. Technic- it's technically more versatile. It's ingrained in literally everything. C sharp is definitely better, but yeah, I think C plus plus just works better with other engines that are thrown in other systems. Yeah, yeah, I guess I don't know. Let's see. So, um, oh, Tony Hawk Pro Skater one and two. Tony, hell Hawk. yeah! Oh I'm goodness. stoked, stoked, stoked. Pre-order, pre-order, pre-order. Yeah, the only thing I care about is they kept the OG soundtrack so I can rock out to Fuck yeah. Old finger at the same time. Ah, oh, yeah. Oh, I'm man. stoked. Do you know their skaters are going to be the actual like age that they are now? Yeah. <laughs> well, they, also have, they also have modern uh, professional skateboarders in it as well. Nice. Um, you do get the Fable, the warehouse demo, remade for the fourth time now <laughs> if you pre-order it. So pre-purchase it is how they la- label here. So yeah, um, it was demoed running on the Xbox One, but it's coming to everything. Yeah, it'll Can't be it's been over twenty years. I mean, it looks <laughs> fantastic crazy. too. Please don't repeat that. <laughs> you feeling your age, man? Yes, I am. <laughs> man, I was like ten when that came out, Jeff. Shut up, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm excited though. That it'll be good. Um. And speaking of uh, older games, the Mafia Trilogy is out for pre-order now. Is that right? I think that was yes, when you is. posted, Jeff. Yeah. Yes, correct. Uh, uh, he posted Mafia. that one actually one minute before I did. So. Oh, nice. <laughs> Why okay, you now you guys have to me about it. Over who gets to talk about it? He's from yeah. he's from Florida, man. I'm scared. <laughs> oh, please. <laughs> I wouldn't hurt a fly. Anyway, uh, yeah. So uh, all three Mafia games are getting a definitive edition uh the first one is getting redone from the ground up uh if you pre-order oh, right now like ass <laughs> say what otherwise it would look like ass compared well, to i mean two, let alone three Shoot, i i mean i had it and for that time it looked great you know but i mean if you played gta 3 at the time then it looks you know, great <laughs> it looked great too uh, so yeah so the first one is getting uh redone from the ground up if you pre if you order it now uh, you're going to get uh, the second and third. Uh, they're available right now. If you have the older version of the second one uh, already, if you already own it, um, 
you get a free upgrade to it, and I, I believe it said uh, uh, for the third one as well. If you own either of them, uh, you get a free upgrade to the third one. But the first one won't come out until August 28th, I believe it said. Oof. That's a ways out, so... Yeah, but remember, it was getting done from the ground up. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, yeah, so the trilogy costs $60. Uh, otherwise, um... There's the what is it? Uh, the first one costs forty. Will, will cost forty dollars when it come out, and then two and three right now are thirty dollars each. So if you're gonna get them, you might as well get the bun the the bundle. I think also a big piece of news is they're adding a whole bunch of content too. They're throwing in more content to do. Nice. So, more story sides shit, whatever, mm. whatever you want in your open world mafia game. <laughs> Yeah, I think I don't. I don't remember. Uh, I don't think I finished the first one. Uh, I was stuck, like right after the funeral. I don't know if you guys did. You guys even play the game? I have not. Personally. I only played the second one, and I just remember the collectibles were porn mags. <laughs> specifically, specifically, they got the right to Playboy. They were Playboys you were collecting. <laughs> oh wow! Nice. Yeah. So in the first one, uh, at some point, at like mid-game. Uh, there's a funeral being held because you, for a kid that you actually killed, but this kid was part of a, a rival family, and he actually ended up raping your girlfriend. Uh, so right Whoa. after that, yeah, right after that mission, I, I don't remember. Fuck them I, kids. Right. I mean, he wasn't really a kid. He took I that too, literally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. Wow. Uh, one oof. Right. <laughs> Big oof. Uh, anyway, um, yeah, I got stuck in that mission, and then I don't know what happened afterwards. I don't know if my PC went to shit or whatever, but I never played it again or, or finished it. I have to look in one of my boxes to see if I still actually have uh, that game around, because I, I actually might. I usually keep old discs like that somewhere. So, Well, yeah. I actually have to go now. <laughs> What were you even oh, here for? What did you specifically want to talk about? I was here for my banter. <laughs> okay, that works. Yeah, I'll I'll be more involved <laughs> next week, I promise. That's fine. <laughs> Alright, I'm sorry, guys. No worries, no worries. No need. Take care. Have a good night, Robot. Toby. Uh, that was pretty much all the details. Uh, you know, you can get the bundle, you can get them separately. The first one won't come out till uh, late August. Uh, and then uh, two and three are available right now. So nice. those are the big highlights about that. I have to pick up three. I haven't played it. That's the one set in uh, New Orleans, right? Uh, correct. Okay. Because yeah, the first one, yeah, the first one was. Uh, oh shit! Not the first one. I'm talking about the second one. Anyway, let's continue. <laughs> now I lost my tab. <laughs> so let's see. Um, Assassin's Creed Valhalla Beowulf DLC. Uh, it's somewhere. It's that seems honestly that seems like a weird DLC to throw into Viking lore, but whatever they can do eh, what they want. Yeah, it predates it by quite a bit. <laughs> but whatever they want to do, I mean, it's cool. I get it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's it's neat. I guess I think it, it what it comes down to is it's a popular story. It would be neat for them to do, and this is the only... Think about the other Assassin's Creed games. This is kind of the best place to slot it into. 
Um, I guess yeah. it depends on how they do the DLC. It's, it, I this is one instance where I could actually appreciate that it's DLC, not something just in the game, um, because I think this is what DLC is for. Something that's kind of set aside from the theme of the main story. That's just like an extra thing. That that's what DLC should be. I don't know. Um. Yeah, I mean, I guess it would make sense if it plays into something about your main character in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I'm not too familiar with the ancestry of that region outside of just general mythos. So I know where Vale was from. I just don't know how he is connected to the Vikings. But I mean, it's interesting to me. That seems like a cool idea to throw into. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, know, I, mean, I I guess maybe it could play into how you're fighting. Who you're fighting? Whales, right? Uh, no. Well, uh, Rome, right? I don't know. I thought it was Rome. Vikings don't fight Rome. Well, I thought that's what they. I don't know. I thought that's what they were doing in the the game. I thought the. Oh no! No, it's not no, the no, not this not is, Rome. This uh, is Valhalla. Yeah, it's the Vikings versus the English. I think specifically Wales. Yeah, 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 because they're talking... Yes, you're right, it is... No, it's... it's. I don't fucking know. I don't know. But you're right, you're right. It is It, it, it is English. General English peoples. Yes, it is <laughs> English, you're right. I thought it was right. just a bunch of fat chicks when you said whales, but okay. People who spend a lot of money on mobile games, those are also whales. <laughs> well, I, I was thinking Rome because I was thinking in the, in the trailer they were fighting Romans... Or there, there was Romans in, but I was just thinking because because it's in a time period where Rome controlled England, so Rome was involved in that aspect. Um, it wasn't a Roman kingdom; it was a Roman Empire. So while they controlled the king, it was still its own kingdom. They were still the British people; they weren't the Romans. That yeah. is the the main difference between a kingdom and an empire. Kingdoms are smaller while seeming large, while the empire is a vast majority mm-hmm. controlling the different kingdoms. So. I, just, I just remember hearing about Rome in the um, in the trailer is where I got the... Was, that's why that was in my head. Yeah, so I mean, there really wasn't a lot on it, just that Ubisoft Germany let slip the Beowulfs of war. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, I, I don't know. We'll just have to we'll just have to see before we can make a judgment call. I think. Yeah. Um. Interesting to see how it ties in. I just want to play the game and hopefully do wield shields and bash people to death or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. So, oh man, the, the the other one was just it was more of a just a funny thing I wanted to put in there. I thought it was the funny. Face mask. The face mask thing. So, and I mean, it's legitimate. Like, Hey, if you want a face mask and you're a fan of square Enix, they're giving away square Enix store branded face masks for anyone who spends over a hundred dollars on the square Enix store up until the 25th. So if you need a face mask and you like square Enix, that's, <laughs> I, I I thought it was funny because they they advertised it as boost your vitality plus one and it made me fucking chuckle. So, I mean, really, it's not a vitality boost. It's like a disease immunity, isn't it? I guess it would depend on the game you're playing. I mean, a lot of JRPGs, <laughs> disease immunity would be considered that would be classed under vitality. So, 
in uh, in Final Fantasy, it would be the ribbon. Um, mm. uh, what's it called? The the, the accessory that's, ribbon. Accessory. That's what they should have done. They should have like right? made it styled it like you're wearing a ribbon or something. That's what they should have done. Yeah. <laughs> or like styled but, uh, it. I don't know. They they could have. I don't. I, I they put minimal effort into the design. The uh, the advertising saying, idea is good, but the design is minimal. You're saying I can go buy the big titty Tifa bikini action figure from their website and get a free face mask? Yes, yes sir. Absolutely. I actually don't know if that's a thing, but I'm going to look it up. <laughs> I mean, it's probably legit at this point. I, I'm. I, this is what I'm going to be doing in the spare time. So if you want to talk about your vitality plus one face mask anymore, while I find this. <laughs> nope, that's just where I was going to put it. But, um, but yeah. Um, Square Enix store branded stuff. Coolio. Action thing. Oh, nope, I already found it. It's right there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, link, please, sir. That's not a, that's not a big titty bikini for, one. That's just uh, a normal one. I was going to say I'm for a good. friend. For I'm a friend. Good. Well, there's near Automata ones, and that's close enough because you can see thigh, leg, and underwear. Yep. <laughs> See. Oh, mm. Solar Opposite. I just wanted to talk for a second because I wanted to try and give something to review. Uh, I watched Solar Opposites, and that was fucking. It was a good show. I watched the uh, the whole first season of it. What's uh, a confession? Uh, I just started watching Rick and Morty this week. So. Oh really? I will it's, get into Solar Opposites. It, it's good. I was worried at first because at first I was the first episode, at least the first little ways through it. I was very. Um, you could it, they 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 leaned super heavy on the like this is from the <laughs> makers of Rick and Morty see right. see because the see? art style wouldn't have given it away yeah but <laughs> but they made like I get it they were making references but they made like a lot they pushed it pretty hard the first episode but it backed off after that and I was fine after, it was I think it was just the first little bit to make sure everyone knows I guess but they yeah they backed off and it was pretty good so. <laughs> Nice, 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 <laughs> nice. Yeah, I uh, don't have Netflix or Hulu, so I haven't watched it. Mm. Well, meanwhile, you get... I subscribe. I think to it's Mo- on Hulu. It's Hulu. Mo- meanwhile, originally. I subscribe to like five different anime streaming <laughs> services. <laughs> so priorities, man. Yeah. You no, know, I gotta see them waifus, and Ooh. it's the only type of media that makes me feel emotions. So, I just uh, ooh, that reminds me, I've got to plug in. I what just kind got of a... emotions. Are we talking about here? Uh, a lot. Okay. Not okay. just in the pants. Okay. See. <laughs> I just got a. That's, that sort of stuff doesn't appeal to me. I don't like the cartoons. I don't know why. I mean, I dig it as my favorite form of watching a show. It's just not that way. <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me, I've got a uh, coupon that I just got for being a PS Plus uh, member. That so anyone who has PS Plus, I think they're getting this out to anybody. But it's a two, it's a coupon for two free months of Funimation. Oh, oh my god, that's fantastic! That's one of the streaming services I subscribe to. <laughs> it's well, it's, and it's one of the few ones that's actually on PS4 that that you can actually download the app for PS4 and watch it from there. So I'm pretty stoked. Maybe the only one for PS4 or Crunchyroll I've, and and Funiplex. Yeah, and I've okay. I've had. I don't think I've had, I've had, I tried to, they did something similar for Crunchyroll at one point, and I didn't, I wasn't a huge fan of Crunchyroll, because, and I know, Sasquatch, you're probably going to start the hate in about 10 you seconds. Dubs. Uh, yep, I'm a dub, I'm a dub fan, sorry, <sighs> sorry, dude, I know, fuck me, I Uh-oh. get it, I know, but, that's me. 
I'm a, um, okay. Here's the thing, and this uh, as pity as this sounds, I'm a super super slow reader. So most of the times right, when I'm trying sense. to watch subtitles, like I can't even finish reading the caption, and I'll have to constantly rewind to reread it. And then after I rewound to reread it, then I rewind so I can actually watch what's going on, and it becomes a chore. So it's see, I understand work. now. You can't look at the fan service and read at the same time, Rick. <laughs> One of the smartest people I know. And he's a slow reader. I don't feel so bad now. <laughs> <laughs> I am. I am very, very slow reader. So that's that, you know, that is what it is. Uh, because even though I prefer uh, uh, subs, mm -hmm. like when I'm uh, when I'm at work and I have time to watch anything, I can't do the subs because yeah, you know, if the phone rings or I have to take care, you know, if I have mm -hmm. to take care of a patient or whoever walks in in the room or whatever, I have to talk to them. Then you know, yeah. I, I won't be able to. I just won't have time. So, mm -hmm. but and that's why I've stopped myself from watching any animes at work at the same time. Because I'm like, no, I don't <laughs> want to cringe. I need to watch, you know, the original the voices. But I'll do that with any, any kind of media. Mm -hmm. I'd rather watch the original language and then just read the subs. Yeah. And I think a lot of it. I don't know. I think a lot of it's just because I'm so fucking OCD that when I read, a lot of times I, I read really slowly and intentionally. I'm that guy that'll like read a paragraph and be like, mm, "Did I read that correctly?" And go back and reread it again. It's it's all OCD driven. So, I mean, I use subs just to supplement what I don't understand in Japanese. I did take it in college. Nice. Um, See, at if, this point, it's only for watching anime and listening to music. See if I, I could be a tourist. That's about it. <laughs> I've actually considered that. I've ac I've actually thought about trying to learn Japanese just so I can pick oh, up because just just the fact that like there's so many shows I want to watch that don't have dubs and there are some that I've watched sub because it's been a good enough show that I've stuck through it but it's it has to be a pretty damn good show to to pull my interest like that. Makes sense. Let's see. So. Um, oh my How god. How did we get the, there from Solar Opposites? I, uh, I don't know. Oh, because I don't subscribe to Hulu. Oh, Hulu, Netflix yeah. I'm a, I'm a dirty weeb. <laughs> Alright. So, um, <laughs> the culling of prophets. I, god, I saw this shit. So, I'm just gonna read this for those listening. I know you guys can, can see the, the picture I posted. Oh, oh, I'm, and in advance, yeah. he defended himself on Twitter for this model. Oh, fuck. Just recently, I think yesterday. So everyone, go to Twitter and um, fuck join up. in. Uh, okay, so I'm just gonna read this. So, the culling is making an unexpected return with a baffling business model. So, first off, you'll have to buy yourself a copy of the game... Unless you bought the original or played it when it was free-to-play, of course. Then, after that initial purchase, it'll only get you so far, you'll be able to play one match every day. But you can still play more matches by spending tokens. So, how do you get these tokens? Of course, packs of tokens require yet more purchases. So you shell out for online passes that last for seven days or a month. So basically, we have two normal models. You purchase a game and can play it as much as you want, or the game is, quote, free to play, and you buy little daily pass tokens. But this think, innovative uh, idea combines both of them. <laughs> this, this is great. It's innovative. It, com it combines both of those ideas to utilize both methods and get as much money as possible. This is insanity. Players nope. can play one match online each day. Players can play additional matches through the following means. 
winning an online match grants a single online match token. Packs of online match tokens can be purchased for three tokens for a dollar, ten for three dollars, or twenty for five dollars. Mind you, after you've bought the game. I really wanted to see what the last one said. It says online passes providing unlimited online play can be purchased for seven days. So yeah, the online pass only lasts seven days. Under it, it looks like a link for like a, like a timestamp. It looks, looks like all the pertinent information was included. Yeah, yeah okay. It's, it looks like the prices are there, but you can't scroll down to the picture. And see. Yeah, it got, um, it got cut off. There is prices for the for the. Yeah, one ninety nine for seven days. Thirty days is five ninety nine. Oh, okay. All right. Thanks. Yeah. So the actual ads. Not um, it is an ad by but... Fraser Brown on PC Gamer since that the... we're here Reddit verbatim for a good minute. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> not bad if it were a free game. Mm-hmm, exactly. But you buy the game and then do that, and that's fucked off. His reasoning um, the monetization approach to ensure that players will be able to visit the island for years to come. Get fucked. One day at a time. Get <laughs> fucked. Yeah. Um, it's part of its relaunch and everything on Xbox One. Um, <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I remember when it launched uh, <laughs> just because it was like the only battle royale that wasn't a shooter at the time it launched mm-hmm. alongside PUBG. It was mostly melee and small battles overall. And they stopped working on the coaling for the coaling two, which failed to take off at all. Yeah. Um, they stopped working on who's coaling. What? Uh, <laughs> they're coaling their second one after they got ripped a second, a new asshole for the second game sucking so much. Um, they pulled the plug on development in beta a week after it went live on the coaling two. <laughs> oh, wow. oh my God. So the Coaling Origins is a relaunch of the original one that players actually like, but with an absolutely horrible model that players will not like. <laughs> wow, yeah. <laughs> yeah, even if the game is fantastic, like, I would not participate just because, like, they're not getting my fucking money. That's fucked up. I don't know. That's horrendous. Yeah, it's just a bad business model. I don't, uh, like... Uh... Shit, I realized that I linked the not localized version of this tweet. <laughs> nice. So, uh, new Dance Dance Revolution, that's pretty fucking cool. Are they going to yeah, integrate VR it with, like, VR five. and shit? Um, I don't know. I think they just want to keep it to the whole dance pad shtick. Mm. Um, really, the big news is that it's going to be on PC. Well, I mean, but um, they could do a dance pad and still do it VR, to where you're dancing on a dance pad, but you like you look around and there's a virtual dance pad and like all the shit coming at you, kind of like uh, Beat Saber. Beat Saber, that could be. So kind of a um, 3D environment of playing it. So. I think, I think though, you'd want to just keep the normal pad, just because it's a uh, smaller overhead for the consumer. That's mm. also much cheaper to develop in that 2D space you're looking at with scrolling directions rather than having to code in vr oh yeah that's Um, true that's true but yeah it will be entering alpha here late this summer you can sign up for it on their official website um i'm not sure where you buy a ddr pad for your pc they are out there though i saw a reddit thread about them Um, so let me do a quick amazon you can actually you can actually get a very well-built like solid gaming pad for i think it was like 800 bucks 
Bruh. But it's like a fully formed, like, arcade unit almost. Okay, they've got ones like that. The full arcade ones, with even with the handle and the grip and everything. 450 oh, bucks on fucking... Uh, oh, that's for a P one that connects to a PS2, but you could... You could you, you could rig that up to work. You can adjust it to your PC, but yeah. They have PC ones that are just normal, like little roll-up pads that are like twenty bucks on Amazon. So I would honestly, I would need like a full-on hard pad. The rolling mm. ones slide around and stuff, and the hard pads are just much nicer to dance on. Yeah, but see, I don't, I don't know. I think for some people, at least, it, depending on their setup, the a VR solution, maybe not make it VR, but if there is a VR solution they could add for the pad or some sort of motion detection, um, that would make it a lot easier for some people. Because pe- I know, like me personally, even if I wanted to drop the money on one of those bigger pads, like I wouldn't, I couldn't put it anywhere. Even one of the ones that roll out, like I don't have a lot of room, a lot of like foot space. So I, that's one of the things that stopped me from getting VR is my lack of actual physical space in my living room. I mean, you could literally just slide your couch six inches from the wall and then tilt it up and put it there. Hmm. That's true. I mean, they're not going to be that probably. Oh no, I, I don't know what you're looking at. I don't. I don't mean big the one you're looking at, but I don't mean storing it. I mean like actually actively using it without like knocking shit over. Oh, dude, I'd stream my fat ass dancing on that thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's something people better finally yet, start watching. <laughs> I'm going to get a mocap thing and change it to some hot anime girl <laughs> and make a bank on YouTube with people thinking I'm some broad. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So watch out for Sasquatch Uwu Senpai coming on YouTube. <laughs> oh my fucking god! Sasquatch the E thought. <laughs> <laughs> Got to make bank, yo. Yeah, understandable. <laughs> Got to get them simps at ya. Yep. Jesus Christ. Then, then here's what you do, right? You buy a fucking hot tub and sell Sasquatch hot tub water. There you go. Oh, <laughs> I've bathed my feet in these. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's see. Uh, Ubisoft sues Apple. Awesome. And um, fuck Apple, Apple. And, and Google. Google. And Google. Um, fuck them both. Mostly because they're facilitating the download and sale of a game that directly rips off of Rainbow Six. Um, it is a lawsuit that will most likely fail, considering it's a storefront. Mm. Uh, Apple maybe because Apple does do a lot of work and curating what goes onto the store. Google's like, fuck it, here fuck you it, go. do whatever you want. <laughs> oh yeah, it's re- it's pre- it's relatively easy to get things on the Google App Store, but iOS is the real pain. So uh, after I read this, uh, I I went ahead and downloaded the game. Yeah, and I played the tutorial, and it is it is. Rainbow Six Siege Mobile, everything. You barricade the doors, you barricade the walls, everything just the same. You start off with a UAV. It doesn't look like the one in Rainbow Six, but it's a little ball that you roll around and you go through crevices in the house, uh, you know, to search uh, to see where your opponents and your objectives are at. So it's it's a you know it's a direct copy. Obviously, it doesn't look like it uh, graphically, but uh, it's the same exact game. So I think the uh, issue is that they they like designed it to look so similar overall. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. the concept, you, you can't sue it one over the concept. You can't do that. But no, just of course at not. Because that's like, that's like that's uh, like nearly suing, identical. 
the UI the UI is nearly identical. Everything is nearly identical. Mm. Yeah, because you know you can't you can't if you make a battle royale, PUBG can't come and sue you for it because it's I mean, just a battle royale. Epic Games tried to. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I remember that. I remember that. Epic <laughs> and Games it didn't tried. work. Of course, it was. It didn't work. Um, but then <laughs> I went to play the game when we started the podcast, not to really play, but just to look at it and you know see if I can get a few more details about the game. Uh, the servers are shut down, <laughs> and the excuse uh, that they have in the notice of the game is that the learning curve is too high and people were quitting after like thirty minutes of playing because they couldn't get it. I'm like, no, nah, maybe it's because mm. you have to go to a court battle soon. So <laughs> maybe it's yeah. a cease and desist orders. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Or that. Or they, yeah, they just didn't want to announce it uh, to their game. But mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, it's unfortunate because I mean, whatever. It's a copy of the game and to play it on your, you know, while you're pooping. Why not? Mm-hmm. Also, a lot of these lawsuits come down when. The company they're trying to get the the season assist to try to get removed when they have something similar coming out as well. So I'm sure we're just going to see a Rainbow Six multiple uh, Six Siege mobile come out as well. That's mm-hmm. a good. That's um, a good point. It's a very yeah. good point. Yep, yep. Let's see. Ooh, so our uh, regular Call of Duty updates. I suppose <laughs> we'll uh, we'll talk about our Modern Warfare updates and then lead into our. Uh, Hard next... just came out. <laughs> Yeah. Oh yes. Yes, it did. Oh, and what's the name of the other map? The really small one. God, that's irritating. Well, you're like uh, in a storage uh, unit. Uh, dome. Yeah. Ooh, I have not played that, but I'm excited at the. I love tiny maps, so. Yeah, I do too, but it's so I don't know. I dome, prefer is sep- dome is separated though. You have walls and stuff. It's a smaller yeah. map, but you have alleys where you're just not going to be shot from one point all across the map like Rust mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. Shipment. Or shipment, yeah, correct. Rust is the only small map that I just can't fucking stand. Really? I fucking hate Rust, man. I fucking hate it. Oh my god, I'm the opposite. I love it. Ugh. Meh. Let's see, um... Anyway. So is, there, is that it, other than 30 gigabytes for this next update? Which I assume it's probably because this is what they're considering, uh, what would normally be one of the C- DLC drops, right? So... Back when they charge um, for DLC. I think also some more news would be like they added dismemberment to specific guns and weapons. Oh yeah, I saw that. Purchase. What does um, that do? I didn't bother buying it because I bought the weed pack. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. <laughs> so what did that do? Does it actually dismember people? What's the, what's the deal? Yeah, it blows off limbs. Um, nice. I haven't seen that since uh, World at War. Holy crap! Right, I loved it. I love being hit by. A yes. fucking mortar and blowing up, and I loved watching mm-hmm. other people get blown up. I don't know why it's not in there. halfway across the map. Nice. I love that. Uh... Oh. So the next. I was just looking over the patch notes real quick. Oh uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it seems yeah pretty pretty standard thirty gigabyte update. <laughs> yeah, a lot of shit got nerfed. I believe uh, the Renettis were one of them. When you have the um, the three burst round and Akimbo, uh, I believe that got nerfed. Uh, some other weapons got buffed. That one light um, machine gun. They uh, added more blueprints in Warzone. Blah, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, they updated the Gulag. Oh. 
Um, oh, now, the Gulag will now randomly choose between six ARs and four SMGs, all automatic, oh. no hmm. burst, or single fire guns included. Oh. <clears throat> the Gulag is no longer just pistols and uh, or a shotgun. It's the Kilo 141, the M4, the AK-47, the M13, the SCAR, the REM-7, the MP5, the AUG, the P90, or the Striker 45. Hmm. So it, it helped the Gulag along probably a little bit. Okay. Very nice. Nice. So it looks like the um, the next Call of Duty we're looking at is uh, Cold War. So Black Ops. Black Ops. <laughs> yep. Black Ops was in the Cold War. Yep. <laughs> it was Vietnam. And, and was you still had to. Yep. And you still had to go to Vietnam too. So yeah. So that's not really much news if anyone was following around the yeah. the rumors um, from uh, what website was whatever. They they typically have really really solid sources originally where it was rumored from um mm. okami that's the name of the guy but yeah mm-hmm. so back to cold war will we get alex mace again i don't know but we have to find out what the numbers mean mm-hmm. well i still haven't played the campaign of modern warfare <sighs> um it was also it was also um, confirmed that Warzone will be used to tie all of the games together, so it will be reoccurring. Mm. So it will be interesting to see how the weapons transfer over in Warzone, if they're just going to keep adding to it, and that file size will keep getting larger and larger. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, this it would correct. be kind of cool to see Soap McTavish, or that's not Soap, Ghost is his own guy, um, Ghost fighting against Alex Mason, just the different eras, the different yeah. skins going on. That would so, be neat. Especially if they retroactively... It would be neat if they did that and then retroactivated it to where they started adding in stuff from previous Call of Duty games, too. Um, Probably just, like, stuff like character models would be going forth, but I can see them locking the free (gasps) version to only the current iteration, so people who have Modern Warfare will be able to access these older ones, while the newer people will only have access to uh, Black Ops stuff. Bro. They they were... uh, What? They were mentioning that... uh, one of the reasons they believe it's going in this direction is because of the, the new bunkers that started appearing in uh, in Warzone. Um, they, yeah, they, I mean, they, they could have they a huge, think, massive, like, yeah, public they, leak or something, like, event going mm-hmm. on in there for more announcement for Black Ops. That'd be kind of mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. So it looks like, look like the bunkers are kind of the bunkers, Apex dead. The bunkers Apex. aren't new. The bunkers have been there, but more stuff's been popping up. Like, if you go in those bunkers, right, right. you can enter yeah. codes into the bunker terminals to try to get in. There's also computers that need passwords. There's also phones that send a decrypt, uh, a decrypt message. Mm-hmm. So, it's a long con. Yeah. It's just advertising, pretty much. But mm-hmm. that's where thing will get the community talking and interested. Dude, I had a really good idea for theory crafting. Um... I, I don't know, talking about Warzone gave me an awesome idea because, and I think Jaff will probably be able to appreciate this because I did uh, really like the uh, like Advanced Warfare and Infinite Warfare style games um, and I would really like to see them do one like that and have a Battle Royale for it because I'm imagining that like a nice. like a Warzone, oh, like Call of Duty Warzone type well, well see here's the thing now, uh, let me, let me uh, jump in this now that you mentioned Apex Legends like, why didn't they just integrate the Titanfall 2 model into it? That would have been awesome. You could be scaling walls and shooting at each other and all that. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but they also started the working on Apex Legends a long time ago. 
no, it's I an know, older engine and everything, so it's not nearly a new game. It just launched one day out of nowhere. There's there's a lot I like a lot more about the Call of Duty Battle Royales compared to Apex, besides just the ability to use a jetpack, too, you know, so. Mm-hmm. And I especially, like I said, I'm a huge just Call of Duty fan, too, so they always end up tying into multiplayer somehow, and I appreciate that, but... And I also just really want to see another futuristic one. So part of me is hoping that, okay, maybe we're seeing um, Black Ops come back this year because they're working on another futuristic one and they have a huge project going with a Battle Royale for it. That'd be neat, but probably not likely. I don't know. Let's see. So The Witcher 3 Anniversary. That was a couple days ago. That is just five five-year birthday is that it anything special yeah, wrong just, with it or? no 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 it's just <clears throat> i saw it and i started playing it the other day for the first time yes I'm, oh really yes i i i bought it back in december the the um uh all three series for like 20 bucks on steam mm. and i hadn't i hadn't touched it and then the other day when i uh, i finished building uh my friend's uh kid's computer I wanted you to do some stole test it run. Played the Witcher on it. No, I wanted to test it, and the Witcher's <laughs> mine. So I installed it on his computer. Uh, I played, you know, I played Modern Warfare on it, and I started playing the Witcher. And I was like, "Yeah, I really need to, you know, get going on this." Because mm. what I really want to do with the Witcher is do like a, you know, a playthrough. I know it's five years old, it's been done, but you know, I can't, I can't put out content for. Uh, Call of Duty and expect to get a hundred subs because there's so many people out there doing. <laughs> it's saturated. You know, it's yeah. so saturated that I was like, okay, maybe if I wanted to get some traffic, I need to do something older, you know, something that. Some whatever. retro. So, you know. Are you going to so start with this. one or are you starting with three? No, I'm just going to do three. Uh, mm. uh, I started playing one, but uh, the mechanics. Mm. Jesus it's, Christ. It's very dated. It is very, very I, dated. I haven't yeah. tried. I, I also haven't played any of them, and I have. I just bought recently one and two on Steam. I have three, uh, the complete mm-hmm. edition for PS4, uh, okay. but I, I wanted to start with one. I bought it on Steam, and that was actually. That's on my list of games to try next week. I was going to start Witcher 1, so. Yeah, I started Witcher 1. Uh, I believe I finished the first mission where you, you know, wake up and from your amnesia and whatever. And then I'm like, okay, maybe I should just jump to Witcher 3. Mm-hmm. And somebody, I, I don't remember who was on a libertarian PC gamer group or something. Somebody, um, they gave me a link to a video on YouTube and it says, uh, the Witcher trilogy in less than five minutes. It was pretty entertaining. I'm like, okay, so now that I know the story, I think I'm just going to go play Witcher 3. <laughs> at some point, you know, I'll try to play Witcher 1 and 2, but yeah, like Dustin said, the uh, the mechanics are very dated. Mm. Even 2 is very dated compared to 3. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. I haven't tried 2 yet, but I, I can only imagine. Because yeah. it's like, um, I uh, it reminds me of when I first played, not when I first played, I'm sorry, uh, when I tried to play Assassin's Creed 1 after playing uh, number 3. Which was one of the first one that I actually played through and beat the whole game. Uh, I I went. I'm like, oh yeah, let me let me let me try to do this again because I bought Assassin's Creed one years ago on Steam, but I never touched it. So when I tried to go back to play, I'm like, yeah, this is not gonna happen. I'm just gonna <laughs> go to Wikipedia or something and read what the story's like, and that's it. Yeah. So yeah, it wasn't you know there was there's nothing special going on. It's just you know it was hot because. 
other than them being, you know, the best RPG of the decade, uh, the Netflix series came out last year, so that was a really hot topic. And then I still also brought it back up to number one on the charts on Steam for a long while. Yeah, exactly. And then uh, after that came up, a lot of people started playing it again and and whatnot. So yeah, I don't know. I just thought it was nice that they uh, that they mentioned it. Mm. That and uh, now that I just saw in that article that they actually gave PC Gamer uh, Gerald in a bathtub uh, a little <laughs> statuette. That I thought that was hilarious. So let's see. Oh, so some news on the Command and Conquer uh, remastered. Uh, I didn't post this in the group. I just came upon it like half an hour before we were starting. Upload. Making um, the DLLs public so you can mod. That the that's the good news. Um, the good news, yeah, they've they've opened up the DLLs, so there's they're giving mod support. Um, this is great. I'm excited to be able to see mods for this game. So that's that's exciting. Um, on not so great news, anyone who is wanting to get the physical collector's edition, um, not only have they stopped taking pre-orders on them they are no longer they're sold out basically um but you also will not be receiving them until august at the earliest due to the pandemic so it has yeah, yeah kind of the, it has not impacted the, it has not <laughs> impacted the digital release if you did get the collector's edition uh physical package uh you will still receive a key to download it digitally so that since you are buying it you will still get it but you're not going to get the physical stuff until august at the earliest okay that guy that's fair and that's about that on that i was going to get the collector's edition i guess i sat on it too long um they sold out it didn't sit on it long enough yeah but (laughs) it it wasn't that important to me i'm definitely getting the game i'm just gonna order it on steam um, I really doubt it because of the timing, but I'm like, maybe the Steam Summer Sale, they'll introduce it at a, like, discounted rate. I doubt it, but, yeah, I'm not excited enough to have to get it right away, so I'm gonna see. I am excited to play it, though, so I'll, I'll post some videos about that when I do. Let's see, Castlevania soundtrack, that's awesome. I love getting, uh, soundtracks when they're available on streaming services and stuff. I love game soundtracks. Ooh, that reminds me. I need to look for that. Castlevania slaps eats. It does slap some eats. I'm going to slap the beats out of your eyes. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, yeah, it's the soundtracks from all the games. All of them. So, if you like that old 8-bit or up to 16, 64, 32, whatever, um, you're going to find them. Is, is oh sorry. It was some of the best gaming music. Um, they actually recently bloodstained some uh, bloodstained um, uh, Castlevania clone. Essentially, they even have the my Jeff. They even have the composer from it working there. So you can check that uh, soundtrack out too. It's also there. But yeah, no, um, the gothic horror themed Castlevania soundtracks are fantastic. I've listened to them all day at work today. Um, is it only Spotify or just various uh, streaming services? Because I use uh, Amazon Music. So this says specifically Spotify. I mm. don't know where else it's going to go to. That's up to Konami. Let me just check. I know um, 
Uh, anyone interested in Final Fantasy soundtracks, the entire Distant World uh, collection is on Amazon Music also, um, since we're talking about it. Let me just check real quick and see if the Castlevania one is on Amazon, because I would like to grab that. Um, probably not, because this is directly from Konami Europe. Uh, well, not the first. It's definitely in the suggested searches, so I'm not the first one to look. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, there's, uh, okay, I don't know that it's, uh, there's, there's bits, there's some albums, I don't think it's, or well, no, well, I don't know, this is, how many songs are on it? So there's 12 oh. playlists, but they're also doubled up oh. games. Okay, so the games are down there. The Amazon Music does have the full soundtrack for the anime, the Netflix anime, though. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, that's so cool. it looks like it is only Spotify, then. Yep. But hey, if you want the anime soundtrack, it's available on Amazon Music. I don't know if it's on Amazon Music Prime. I have the full, like, ultimate subscription, and I'm not sure how to tell which ones, if it's part of that or part of Prime. But it is on Amazon Music, so. Yeah, so um, each of the 12 playlists on Spotify, um, anywhere from an hour to a little over two hours long. So it is a lot of music you can listen to. Sweet. So uh, the New Game Plus Expo, that's that's neat. I, I like that we're seeing more of these, uh, you know, I, 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 I like that E3 is not just dominating everything now. We're starting to see these new expos branch out. So... Um, I don't know if this was just supposed to be something completely brand new with the lack of E3, um, but the New Game Plus Expo is specifically for Japanese developers. So um, for us in the West, it's going to be more niche uh, niche interest levels. Mm. But um, I'm excited. But like I said, like yeah, I said earlier, uh, so. everyone involved is Actil, Axis Games, Arc System Works, America, Gung Ho America. So it's not necessarily just japanese publishers they're the american the american parts of these publishers as well um idea factory international inti creates uh koei tecmo uh natsumi nipanichi software playism sega of america which does include atlas and atlas is a huge publisher Mm -hmm. of many many fantastic games Mm -hmm. snk corporation another large one um spike chunksoft and way forward um now grasshopper interactive will already also be there along with suda 51 because they are uh, who are they a part of? Um, Gung Ho. They are technically mm-hmm. owned by Gung Ho, but they operate on their own. So um, they're the ones who do No More Heroes and other bizarre games like Killer 13. All of If there's a Grasshopper manufacturer game, you should have played it. Gotcha. Um, they are trips. They are just crazy and bizarre. And well, most of all, fun. Yeah. <laughs> I'm excited. Like I said, I, I love the Japanese subgenre of games, so this is like fits right into my niche area of interest. So, yeah. So someone like you, you'd be interested in Sega of America, which includes Atlas or Koei Tecmo. I, um, I love Atlas and Koei Atlas Tecmo. Actual, the, yeah. Th- those were two of the ones that stood out when you were listening. Those were Atlas and uh, Koei Tecmo games. So sweet. Yeah, I'm excited for that. Did what was the date on it? Did it say? Uh, 23rd of June, they June will be 23rd. starting at 4 p.m. Uh, Beijing Standard Time. Okay, well, I guess um, look for us to cover that then. I know at least you and I will be interested in that, so we should definitely do some coverage on it when it comes up. Yeah, and there's a, there is a, I don't even know what time zone that is. What's the 23rd for us anyways? 
the twenty third um, Saturday. So that would start Friday. Friday evening. In the morning. Or would it be in the? Uh oh yeah probably like yeah I don't know. I don't know times are super well. But it would evening. be Friday. I don't know. I feel like It'd it would be, be like around, around five. Noon, I think. Oh okay. I don't remember. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So. I think it'll be a fantastic. It'll be fantastic. Um. Sega of America. They also did that. Um. One third person shooter that was. Oh my god. Why can I never remember it? Uh. Give me some hints. Uh, you ran around like Vanquish. Mm. Uh, I don't know if you ever played it. Mm-mm. The old PS3 game um, by Platinum Games, developed by Sega of America, uh, published by Sega of America. If you haven't, I recommend it. It is such a good third-person shooter. It is just straight-up action-packed, over-the-top, troppy. I'm really hoping they announce this Vanquish too. Nice. Yeah, so that's that's the real big first um, expo outside of E3 announced. Mm-hmm. So, well, no, there's the uh, um, uh, the the ING one too. Oh, the IGN one, yeah. Or IGN, what the fuck? I did that last time. The IG IGN, god damn it. <laughs> um, <laughs> Jeff comes back just to hear you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've been here for a few for a few minutes now. Do you ever play Vanquish, Jeff? No, I did not. You have a PS3, go it. buy it. It should be like five bucks. No, my PS3, uh, what the hell did it start doing? It started like turning on and it would beep like three times and then just shut off. And then after you that, can, you can died. reset that. You can reset that and it'll work. Man, I already did... traded it in years ago. So. Oh, Vanquish is on Steam. I'm going to buy it right now. Did you, <laughs> on that list, did you say Bandai Namco was on there? Did I hear Bandai Namco? I know we talked about it earlier, but was that on the list of, for the expo? Uh, no, you're probably thinking of Koei Tecmo. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm thinking of... Oh, yeah, because I am. It's Koei Tecmo. Which fighting game does Koei Tecmo make? Because I was thinking of Soul Calibur. Soul Calibur is King Bandai Namco. Fighters, Nam- I believe. Okay. I thought that was SNK. I know. I'm yeah, waiting on... SNK makes SNK. <laughs> I'm, I'm waiting on information. That there's... there's uh, I wa- I'm waiting for more information on season two for uh, Soul Calibur six. So I was hoping um, that would be a good place to check that, but I guess maybe I don't know. I'm guessing that more people are going to confirm as we get closer to the date too. So that's the official list right now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they do a lot of just uh, JRPGs. It looks like. Koei Tecmo does mostly. Uh, Dead or Alive, that's the one. Yeah. Okay, that's what it is. I knew they did one fighting game no that physics. I played a lot. Okay. The the leaders in modern era boob physics. <laughs> um, also, Neo, a fantastic, like, Dark Souls, Light, Diablo-style fighting game combo-y hack and slash. Neo and Neo 2. Um, wonder... Romance of the Three Kingdoms is another big one they did. Uh, Samurai Fourier's Warriors, Dynasty Warriors, stuff like that. Speaking, speaking of Neo, it's a there's a deal going on at the PlayStation Store. I guess it's a little cheaper right now than normal. But uh, yeah, that's that. I don't, I don't know what the retail price is. Yeah, so they did. Like, they, Tecmo yeah. is all of your big name. I guess their fighting oh. game is Dead or Alive, but they do uh, like Ninja Gaiden and stuff. The, I know what I was thinking of. I Dead or Alive. They they do Dissidia also. Koei Tecmo does Dissidia. Okay. Do they? Yes. 
I'm they almost came in certain. and made Dissidia for Square Enix? Dissidia NT for PS4 and PC. I'm pretty sure it's Koei Tecmo. I'm still really salty that they that the the servers died on their for their online on that. I'm really really salty on that still. But is that? I feel like that's I Koei don't Tecmo. think. No, it's not that. Yeah, it is. Square. It's it's Koei Tecmo. It's Square Enix, Team Ninja, Koei Tecmo, and oh, Team yep. Ninja, you made a bad game finally. Dude, Dissidia NT was fucking awesome. I tried it like you suggested. I just couldn't get into it because it was such a grind for any new characters. Mm. Wait, what? The City oh, because like you play. Oh, cause the free edition. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. I was because I had the full edition in the season pass, so I didn't. <laughs> but makes sense. <laughs> it, it was a good mechanically speaking. It was a really good game. Yeah. So. But anyways, the servers are dead. No one cares. And they said they're not going to be happens. remaking. They're not going to be making any more of them. So. Uh, yeah, as Rick would say, as Thor would say. <laughs> so, let's see, um, G2A Gaming. Yep, illegally obtained game keys pay, or, or they they profited from illegally obtained game keys. I think that's our last <coughs> topic. Yeah, so it's been an ongoing thing with publishers against G2A. Um, they have a gamer marketplace where people come and sell their own stuff. Um, they charge like. Uh, the Amazon marketplace would for people selling their own stuff or Etsy or eBay or any of those sort of sites. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's been a thing for a while that they would work with a publisher as well as an independent um, research firm, which would be fair for both sides to to come up with if any keys were sold illegally. And for any amount of keys sold illegally, they would pay 10 times the cost to pay it back. Because, you know, it's a a good way to say, hey, here, we're trying to do our best stuff. Uh Um, The only only publisher to take them up on this was some indie company named, like, Woob. I don't even know a game they made. Woob? Woob. I've never heard of them. Woob. Woob. W-U-B-E. Um... They gave them a list of 321 keys they believe had been sold online illegally, illegitimately. Um, they looked into it. Uh, they decided 198 were sold illegally on their marketplace. So they held up their art bargain. They gave them back 10 times that value, Oof. equaling a sum of 39K, 39 grand. Um, wow. So, yeah. Um, it's good of them to act on their word on the promises they made. Mm-hmm. Uh, you do want to be able to save face and make sure that stuff's not illegally obtained. It's just something they're gonna have to go to forward, uh, go to in the future. Just working with at face value because when you have such an open marketplace like that, especially with a digital product, you can't always prove that they're illegally obtained. But then again, I don't know how you would illegally obtain and sell an online key that has to be activated at an end. Yeah. So I don't know where they got them from. <laughs> Woob servers were probably hacked. That's what I'm going to think. And then they were sold. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But yeah, um, they have been working a lot to kind of get rid of that stigma that they're just a market, like a, a black market for game keys. So. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I think that wraps us up. We went over pretty long this time. We had a lot of topics to cover. Um, we bullshitted a bit. Yeah. But um, thank you, everyone. Hey, that was some great bullshit. <laughs> it was. It was. It was a good. It was a good run. Um, 
So thanks, everyone, for joining us. Uh, and make sure to like, subscribe, all that good shit. Uh, and keep an eye out for the content calendar that's going to be released soon so you can uh, keep an eye on what's going to be happening when. So thank you, everybody, and have a great night. I will good see night. you in Fantasy Star Online 2 next week. <laughs> this week, whenever this is.